Hey friends, if you have found yourself in a place where you struggle with cravings, you struggle with temptation, I want you to know that there is no shame in that because you're in good company. Jesus was also tempted. And today we're gonna to talk about what it looks like to partner with him to overcome it. Do you find yourself struggling to consistently implement healthy habits? Do you lack energy, confidence, and motivation because of stress, overwhelm, and shame for having not gotten it together by now? Friend, there is hope and grace for your health. Hey, I'm Robin Ryan McDonald, host of the Vision Driven Health Podcast. I'm a follower of Jesus, a wife, a mama of two, and a seminarian turned health coach. And I'm so excited that you're here. I found myself in my early 20s captive to cravings and convenience. 20 pounds heavier, super tired, with a face full of acne. I could not figure out how to maintain healthy habits until I discovered the power of aligning my choices with God's vision. 10 years and two kids later, by the grace of God, I'm still prioritizing my health and feeling amazing. If you are over quick fixes and are ready to feel good in your own skin, then grab a giant water bottle and let's dive on in. You know when you're feeling all excited and ready to make healthy changes, but you have no idea where to start? I have a feeling that's where you'll be after this episode. I need to tell you about the Greens and Grace 5-Day Challenge I'm running May 15th through the 19th. It's totally free and it is a chance to make major progress with small, simple steps. In this five-day challenge, I'll be going live every day as we talk about nutrition, how to implement healthy habits that last, and most importantly, how to partner with God. Participants who've done this challenge in the past have lost an average of three pounds, reduced sweet cravings, and found themselves super surprised at how easy and quickly it was to begin eating clean and feeling good. Friends, you don't want to miss this free experience. Go to madewellhealth.com backslash greens to sign up. And don't worry, I'll have the link below in the show notes too. And you don't want to wait. The first 20 signups will receive an entry for a raffle to win a box of my favorite protein bars and some Madewell Health swag. I'm super excited to support you in this three five-day challenge, and I will see you in there. Now let's go ahead and get back to today's episode. I'm wondering if you've ever found yourself thinking or saying something to the effect of, I just can't help but give in when this certain food is in the room or when I have this craving or when I think this certain way. It's almost as if that temptation or that craving requires that you have to consume whatever food that is. And there is absolutely a biological dynamic to cravings. However, for this particular episode, I really want to dive into this from a spiritual standpoint. We're going to look at what temptation is and how we can take hold of Jesus and what he's paid for and what he provides us in order to overcome those cravings and temptation. So let's, let's first talk about what is temptation? Temptation is defined as the desire to do something, especially something wrong or unwise. It's a thing or course of action that attracts 
or tempt someone. Synonyms are, it's a desire, urge, and impulse. Now, I want to be careful because you're the only one who's going to know if you are, if it's temptation, because I'm not going to label any foods as good or bad that, you know, you know, when you're consuming in excess, you know, when you're binging, you know, when you're overeating, you know, when you're being gluttonous, I can't tell you what that is. And I can't tell you which foods are in that category. So this is something that you, you know, Holy Spirit is going to convict you on. Now, what I'll say is, I know I'm not the only one who has realized that I'm eating something out of alignment with what I want to be eating or what the intentions I have for my diet or my health after I'm already several bites in. It's almost like I'm eating. I'm like, man, this is so good. And then it almost, it's like my body starts to realize, wait a second, this is causing inflammation. This doesn't feel good. I'm like, wait a second. I don't even want to be eating this. How does this end up in my hand? Why is this in my mouth? And me, maybe I'm the only one. Uh, however, but then there are those temptations that are even more difficult to catch. Like the temptation to choose what we want over what God has for us. And sometimes it's, again, those cravings or that temptation. It's like, ah, oh, man, I've had such a hard day. I deserve to eat this thing. Or I've been super good, so I should have this thing. Which, by the way, if eating well is classified as quote-unquote good and you feel like you have this urge or need to be bad to almost like correct it or come against it, you're probably not consuming a sustainable, healthy diet because it's too restrictive. Which is an episode in of itself. But before I get into the main points for today's episode... I want to emphasize two quick points. One, God does not tempt you. However, he does allow temptation. James 1.13 says, Let no one say when he is tempted, I am being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted with evil, and he himself tempts no one. Now we know that Jesus was tempted It's in Matthew 4. He's led into the wilderness. He fasts for 40 days and he's presented with a few different seemingly very enticing options. And, you know, the definition of temptation, as I had said before, it is the desire to do something. There's an urgent impulse. It's a thing that is meant to attract someone. And that is what the devil was trying to do with Jesus. When I think of this verse here in James, says that, you know, God cannot be tempted with evil. I think there had to have been some sort of element where Jesus could have been tempted. You know, he, it it wouldn't be temptation if he didn't have the choice or the option to choose what the devil is providing him. However, at the same time, and this is maybe getting a little, into different facets of theology, but at the same time, he's not going to choose that. That is not in his nature. That is not who Jesus is. God cannot be tempted in the sense that it is not of him to choose outside of alignment of who he is. And you have that as well. When you stand on 
who you are in Christ, though there is attempts by the enemy to tempt you, you are, at the end of the day, a child of God. And you are not tempted. You are, it is not within you to choose that way when you are standing in that identity. At the same time, we have our sinful nature. And so it's a lot of that, you know, now, not yet being transformed. We're being made more and more into the likeness of Jesus. In Ephesians, it talks about the old life versus the new. And, you know, it says to put away your former way of life, your old self corrupt and diluted by its lusts, and to be renewed in the spirit of your minds and to clothe yourselves Clothe yourselves with the new self created according to the likeness of God in true righteousness and holiness. We hear that. And again, and this is, you know, being written to the church of Ephesus. And there is that component of you could walk in your old ways or you can clothe yourself with the new self, this new self that has provided you in Christ Jesus. And you can live according to the likeness of God in this true righteousness and holiness. And it's by God's grace that that's available to you. And so this is the next point that I really want to stress before I give some of these extra tips here is temptation does not control you unless you let it. First Corinthians 10, 13 says, no temptation has overtaken you except such as common to man. But God is faithful, who will not allow you to be tempted beyond what you are able. But with the temptation will also make the way of escape that you may be able to bear it. And so it's really important to keep in mind. And it's just kind of a a fun fact for you. I'm pretty sure this is the verse where the phrase, God will not give you more than you can handle comes from. That's not actually biblical. It's not talking about God won't give you more than you can handle. It's saying you will not be tempted beyond what you're able. I mean, and again, just a quick thing on this, because I think it's really important to know we, life is more than we can handle. That's why we need Jesus. (laughs) When we start to think that we can handle it, that's when we're depending on our own efforts, our own abilities, and not on God. And I will say for myself, that is something I have to be reminded of consistently. And so that phrase I always like to bring up and tell people, that's not biblical. We need to be dependent on Jesus. We cannot handle it without him. So that was, that was just extra. (laughs) But with that said, I'm going to give you five simple ways that you can really partner with God to overcome temptation, overcome those cravings when they come and really take hold of what's available in him. Number one, first thing is to submit your mind, your health, your body, and all this, all the decisions associated with those to God. James 4, 7 says, submit yourselves therefore to God, resist the devil, and he will flee from you. I mean, simple as that. If you have not specifically prayed to God and said, and said, Jesus, I am laying down my body, my health, and all the choices with it. And I want to resist any and all ploys of the enemy, whether those ploys have to do with, you know, what lies for my mind, the temptation to eat certain things. Um, it's all, all at your feet, Jesus. If you have not yet done that, that is number one. Number two is be aware. What is the enemy 
what is you and what is Jesus in your thoughts. 1 Peter 5, 8-11 says, Be sober-minded. Be watchful. Your adversary the devil prowls around like a roaring lion, seeking someone to devour. Resist him, firm in your faith, knowing that the same kinds of suffering are being experienced by your brotherhood or throughout the world. And after you have suffered a little while, the God of all grace, who has called you to his eternal glory in Christ, will himself restore, confirm, strengthen, and establish you. To him be the dominion forever and ever. Amen. That amen is in there. <laughs> so what, what are the ways that maybe you feel the enemy prowls to devour your health? A few things that I have noticed, number one, is we're living in an unhealthy culture. In, I'm in the United States. In the United States, it's just normal to feel crummy. People make jokes about it all the time, about eating unhealthy food, about having no energy, about just your health declining as you age, which is a big thing that I am always talking about. And... And it's almost as if we don't really think of otherwise. And I can say for myself, even with what I ate growing up, I didn't know that eating fast food all the time and getting the fried chicken dinner meals from the grocery store and, you know, eating all of those things was detrimental to my health. And so the enemy is very pleased that we don't recognize that a lot of what's considered quote unquote normal for the food we eat or what's normal and how crummy we feel Nobody thinks to question that that sh it shouldn't be that way and that we have options to not make it that way. The second thing is not just from a what we're eating and physical standpoint, but the thought life that we have. So much self-deprecation, low self-worth, where we think that our appearance, our weight, our pant size is somehow equated to how attractive we are or how how desirable we could possibly be or our worth. And then our lack of ability to be consistent. We, again, we just start to shame ourselves, flog ourselves, beat ourselves up about that. And we'll make really, really mean comments to ourselves in our minds when we look in the mirror. And that, that is not what God has for us. Again, when we're, you know, if you're trying to discern between the enemy yourself and God, I can tell you right now, if it is mean, if it is, hurtful, if it is self-deprecating, if it says anything negative whatsoever about your appearance or who you are or your worth, that's the devil. And it's important to recognize that and to not take it on as your own thought and to certainly not allow it to stay there. The other things that show up and I see and the ways that the enemy prowls around is through discouragement, shame, confusion, deception, and his lies. They're all lies. These are all lies. He tries to shame you into saying, yeah, what's wrong with you? Why can't you figure this out? Shoot. I mean, you're just always here trying a new diet. Yeah. You're going to try it again. So you can lose the weight and gain it back again. These are the things, those are, those are the words of the enemy or even being confused where you're like, I don't know. This article says this, or this article says that, or I don't know what's right. Or I don't know. It's too confusing. It's too overwhelming. Even that overwhelm around implementing healthy habits. That's the enemy too. Wouldn't, would he not want you to be 
so distracted, so overwhelmed and feel that you can't possibly bother with what it takes to transform your health and to have the energy and vitality to show up fully in the ways that God has called you to, I think he would like that. And so again, we want to recognize where he is in that. That's number two, be aware of what the enemy is saying. Be mindful of what are actually your thoughts and be mindful of what is Jesus. And we're going to talk a little bit more about Jesus' thoughts here in a moment. Number three, talk it out with Jesus. He understands. Hebrews 2.18 says, For because he himself has suffered when tempted, he is able to help those who are being tempted. He gets it. I was. I told you, Matthew 4. <laughs> the devil was all up in his business <laughs> trying to persuade him and get him off course. And so he knows what that's like to have someone who, to have someone, the enemy putting forth things in front of you that are appealing, that are enticing. However, you are also capable of choosing otherwise. And Jesus is with you to walk that out. Number four, be battle ready. Be equipped with scripture. Psalms 119.11 says, I have stored up your word in my heart that I might not sin against you. If you need, you know, some encouraging scripture on getting armored up, check out Ephesians 6, 10 through 18. Even in the Lord's prayer, Luke twenty two forty, 40, that says, and lead me not into temptation, but deliver me from evil. That is the prayer that Jesus told his disciples to pray. He says, hey, pray that you don't end up in temptation and pray that you be delivered because that's available to us in partnership with God. Number five. Make health a priority and a part of your faith and your victory. 1 John 5, 4 says, For everyone who has been born of God overcomes the world. And this is the victory that has overcome the world, our faith. Galatians 5, 16 says, But I say, walk by the Spirit and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. Friends, It is so important that our faith applies to our health and what's possible in our bodies, that our faith is there in those moments when we feel like we have to give in to that craving, when we have to give in to that temptation. Have faith and know that God is with you and there is abundant and available grace to choose otherwise. And have faith that if you do make the choice, that you do give in to the temptation, you did give in to the craving, that that's not how it always has to be. There is hope. There is transformation. There is life in Jesus. With that said, friends, if you are looking for a tangible hands-on experience with partnering with God and some simple healthy habits, you're going to want to sign up for the Greens and Grace Challenge. That is happening May 15th through the 19th. It is totally free and it's a chance for you to interact with me. I'm going to go live all five days of that experience. And you'll get to be with a group of other ladies who love Jesus and are also trying to partner with him to create sustainable, healthy lifestyles. Other cool part is there will be prizes and opportunities to win raffles. There'll be encouragement, inspiration. And most people who I have had who do this challenge, I've run it four or five times now. This might be the fifth or sixth time. They always are so surprised by what's possible and what you can create in just a short period of time. And so with that said, if you are among the first 20 to sign up, you will be entered to win a raffle to win my favorite 
kind of protein bars, a whole box of them, and potentially some Able Health swag. So with that said, I look forward to seeing you in there. Go to madewellhealth.com forward slash greens and be sure to sign up. That link is also in the show notes. And I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. I'll talk to you then. Thank you so much for listening to the Vision Driven Health Podcast today. I hope this episode inspired you, supported you, and blessed you in some way. And if it did, it would mean the world if you would leave a five-star written review on Apple Podcasts and share this episode on your social media. The more reviews and shares this gets, the more people can be blessed and encouraged in creating a Jesus-centered, sustainable, healthy lifestyle. Be blessed with hope, joy, and health. I'll see you next week.